Oh my god, I'm in love with this person. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts to Start. I'm your host, Chris Boyd, and I will be discussing my thoughts, your thoughts, anyone, and everyone's thoughts to start conversations, explain topics in deeper and new ways. This podcast is based on the polls that I do on my Instagram, which if you are not following, you can find me at boydster.chris, where you can answer, ponder, or even suggest new topics for me to cover. Today's guest is my friend Mike Bagdasarian, who will be covering the topic of first dates, what to do, what not to do, and even get some interesting stories along the way. So without further delay, let's get into the episode. Hey Mike, why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Hi, uh, I'm Mike Bagdasarian. I go to RPI, class of 2023, and I'm studying materials engineering. Thanks All right. So today we're going to be discussing kind of like first dates, um, like the do's and do nots of first dates or just dating in general. Um, and I know, Mike, you had some, you had some good points that you wanted to bring up. So I guess um, the overall question that we'll kind of have for this episode is, what are the do's and do nots of first dates? I know one thing that you um, you said was, you asked the question about where to go and like what's a, what's a good first date or where you shouldn't go. Did you want to comment on that? For that, I think something as simple as like just going out to lunch, something that's not too expensive, won't break your uh, break your wallet is easy enough. Make sure you both agree that you enjoy going there or you're just going to hear each other complain the whole time. So when I asked the question on my polls, there was one person or actually, no, there wasn't even one person. There was a couple of people who put uh, the worst place to go is the movies because like you can't talk to the person. Yeah. Could, could not agree more. Like it's just you're just watching the movie like you could do that with anybody you're not learning anything about this person you you want to get to try to know this person see if this is someone you want to spend your time with here at the movies you're not really going to say anything and if you do you're just interrupting the movies then you look you just look like an asshole the whole time (laughs) yeah that's a good point like it's just not the best environment like you know you have food you'll you'll eat some of the time and then you'll be talking for most of it, especially like while you wait for your food too. So, all right. Well, speaking of food, do you have any like first like dates like no goes? I know there's like a lot of like myths out there where you you shouldn't eat like I don't know like barbecue ribs or whatever on like a first date just because like it's gross and disgusting or yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't matter too much, you know. <laughs> if if you're gonna have something kind of messy or if like it's gonna make your breath stink, just make sure you have mints. That's all, because no, nobody likes bad breath. Uh, go, going back to just make sure it doesn't break the bank, doesn't break the wallet. Was there anything specific that you wanted to bring up? Well, I know we you sent out some some stuff on Instagram there. You know, we had like some some interesting things. I saw one of them that's saying like somebody doesn't like sushi. That that just brings to the point. It's like you know, I love sushi. I think sushi is a great place to go to. Yeah. But you know, not not everybody's the same has the same ordeal. So. Um, a good thing to like you know maybe you want to go get pizza but somebody doesn't like pizza per se you know just go somewhere else it's not a big deal just but if somebody doesn't like it they're gonna complain about it the whole time rather than actually worry about you and worrying about trying to develop some type of relationship i think you brought up a good point earlier about um 
going to a place that doesn't break the bank. And, like, on the topic of sushi, I personally, like, I, I think sushi would be, like, a great first date or just, like, a, just a great place to go in general with anyone just because, every, like, who doesn't like sushi? Like, obviously, there's going to be people who, like, oh, I hate raw fish. But uh, it definitely is pricier. And so I know I know several people who would be like, oh, I want someone to treat me or, like, I want to go to an expensive place for the first date. Because, you know, like, obviously people who are more resources than we poor college students do, you know, they on a first date, they go out to, like, a really fine restaurant or go to like really nice bars or whatever because like it's almost expected I guess my question almost is like how does that affect the date like do you think it matters where you really go or, or should it matter like how expensive of a place do you think if someone like if someone wanted to take you say to like I don't even know a buffet actually that's a horrible example you wouldn't probably want to go to a buffet on a first date um like a wine bar or something like that let's use that as an example like a really nice one where you actually dress up a little bit are you are you okay with someone who'd be willing to spend a ton of money on that versus not does that make sense uh, yeah yeah no i get what you're saying i mean considering that like money's a little tight for for us college students you know Mm -hmm. it's uh so i don't want to be going like anywhere too too crazy expensive if anything like Maybe, you know, after college would be a, a different situation where I can't afford to spend, like, a good 30 bucks on just my meal and 30, 40 bucks on, like, uh, my date's meal, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, you know, maybe 10, 20 on, on wine. You know, that, that, that might be a different situation for when we're older. But as of right now, I mean, it, it'd be kind of intimidating, and I think... You know, just a, a simple place. We're walking out. You know, maybe I spend thirty, like thirty bucks, got spent on the both of us, or like a lunch, or maybe thirty to forty bucks for like a dinner type deal. Maybe a little more. I, I'd say somewhere that's crazy expensive. It's intimidating, and I don't want that to be like some place I get used to now, too. Yeah. Like a first day is like, oh, and it goes well. Well, now we have to go there again. And if we go somewhere kind of cheap, it's is that going to be like? Say, say the person I went with really wants to go to expensive places. Are they going to continue to want to go to expensive places? And I'm just going to be like, well, I can't even afford that. You know, then it just becomes embarrassing. Yeah, that, that's a that's actually a good point. And I think, I feel like it's on both parts. Like, especially, okay, I'm just going to call it out. There's a huge assumption that the guy is always going to pay. Like, regardless of the fact that even when I put this question up, everyone's like, oh, it should be split. Most most girls, most girls, and whether or not you will verbally and publicly agree with it or not, know in the back of their heads that there is a good chance the guy is going to end up paying for it. Yeah. Especially the, given that they, they are the ones who asked the girl out, right? Mm-hmm. And so the thinking behind that is, you know, well, if I'm not paying for the meal, doesn't matter where we go. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But there are people who do think about that, you know, and who think like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, like, I'm not paying. Someone else is paying. You, you would hope that you that someone would think courteously and be like, okay, let's not have a... Say, say I, I, I asked some rule, we go, we go out somewhere. It's like, I don't want her paying 100 bucks. I would hope that the same thought would go towards me. I'm like, I'm not spending $100 on a dinner for the two of us. Like, that's, that's a lot of money. 
Mm -hmm. especially if it's going to be something we do consistently i don't know if you want to go go crazy talking about like who should be paying or if we're going to talk about that later but i mean why not all right we'll we'll, we'll talk about that because i feel like i feel like most dudes they feel they have like a need to to pay at least the first time you know Mm -hmm. like i'm not going to be offended if a girl asks like to to split some people are i personally am not i know that some people are some people aren't um but like i feel like i should probably be paying the first time like at least uh, as like respect thing you know if like i ask you to go somewhere you know i should be paying for the meal if a girl were to offer to to split it or even to pay for it I'd be like no are you sure are you sure i i don't mind i really don't there should be a some type of respect going both ways and then down the line if there's um say if you do end up going on more dates then you could start to split it more often or like say the guy pays once and then the girl pays the next time something like that if you do end up going on multiple dates try to keep it even yeah i definitely thought that was interesting um i know my mom and this is probably maybe this is like a general generational difference but one thing my mom always told me she's like if the guy wants to pay, just let him pay. And, and basically her explanation behind that was sometimes the guys need to feel like they, they can pay. Like this, oh, this is like such like gender stereotyping, but this is like what I always told growing up was like, if someone wants to pay for you, just let them pay. Because like most likely they just, they just really want to pay for it, you know, and it makes yeah. them feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And like to an extent, I, I, I do understand that. Um, but I'm also the type of person where it's like, it doesn't matter who I'm with. I'm always going to have my credit card ready and be like, oh, you want to split the bill or I'll cover it or whatever. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely, like, something awkward to deny someone to be able to pay for something, too. Like, there's some people who are going to be like, oh, no, you can't pay. Like, you know, they're totally adamant about having the other person not pay or them paying. Definitely. And there's some people where if the other person pulls out their credit card, they just – there are no words that they can get out of their mouth in order to say, like, oh – I'll pay for it, you know, because it's like it's such an awkward topic, I feel like sometimes, especially with someone you haven't met before. I can, I can see that. As far as far as my experience, I've I've usually just been like, I can pay for it, you know, like if the bill comes, I'll let it sit there for a bit and then I'll, I'll reach in my pocket, pull in my wallet. And then I've had times where the girl said nothing. And then I've had times where the girl's like, no, 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 no. Let, let me pay. And then I've had times where it's like, no, let's let's split it. Some dudes, like, they, they feel they have to pay because it's a reflection on themselves and a reflection of, like, uh, I'm, I'm struggling to find the words for this. Like, a reflection on, on their their person, if you will, mm-hmm. like, for, for lack of a better term. But, um, like, it's part of them. Like, they have to show that they have some type of money, they have some type of courtesy. And sometimes it can even come off as aggressive, but that might be a little excessive just, you know, for paying a bill. I could definitely see it also kind of being an ego thing, too. Like, just from, from my perspective, as someone, you know, who doesn't often like other people paying for their stuff, um, it, it, you know, being able to feel like you can pay for something or for someone else, there it, it is a little bit of like, oh, I've got, I, I feel good about this, you know, I feel good about myself, like, mm-hmm. I'm the responsible one, you know. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that calling it an ego thing definitely definitely has some truth all right so another question that you actually brought up was 
um, when is the best time? So dinner, um, or should you go like maybe like a brunch or go to coffee? Right. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Cause I, I definitely have my thoughts. <laughs> I like either lunch or dinner. Like if it's a, if it's a weekend and we know none of us are really doing much, you can like, you can get a nice lunch. If it's, you know, especially in like this pandemic where a lot of people have to, um, have to do takeouts. What, mm-hmm. what I've done is like, you guys get a lunch and then you take it down to, down to like the beach or to like a park and you can eat there. And that's often, often pretty nice. But, um, you know, for, for when we were back in school, especially if we have a lot of things going on during the day, then save it for like a dinner, you know, after the fact, if it's like during the week, even for like a Friday or a Saturday, you can do it for like a dinner and then hang all your friends after. So here's my take on that question. And this is, at least this is for me, depending on what time of the day I agree to like hang out with this person, and also, like, how long it lasts depends entirely on how well I think the date will go. So, for example, if it's someone that I, say, don't maybe feel as comfortable with, I will not go to dinner with them. Okay. And the, the, the thinking behind that is because, like, you know, after dinner, if they ask to do something else, you're kind of, and you're just, and you're, you're afraid of what might happen afterwards and you don't want to have to be like oh I got somewhere to go you know like it's late it's just kind of awkward it's so much easier to get out of something when it's like in the middle of the day to be like oh I have this to go to even though you probably have nowhere better to be Um, (laughs) but like if it's someone that you are thinking that it's going to end up turning out really well and you want to maybe spend more time with them like I think definitely dinner is a better option just because you know you don't have to worry about them asking to do something afterwards and then running late or whatever because you know it, it obviously you don't mind spending the time with that person. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked the point you brought up of having the option to, um, like, if, if you don't trust the person as much, you know, say go to, like, lunch and you can make the excuse that, you know, it's like, well, I, I have this to do, even if you don't. Maybe you do actually have something to do, but, you know, it's a, it's an easy way to get out of something. Whereas dinner, you know, you feel almost obligated in a way to do something afterwards. I know I've definitely been in positions where it's just, like, the date just didn't go right and you just want to get out of there as soon as possible so you'll obviously make your excuses to get out no that that's a that's a really cool i didn't even think of that honestly because i i had like a, a rough day like a couple months back i was like definitely wish i could have gotten out of that you know it was actually a lunch thing we went to lunch we went out uh we ate over at the beach we took out actually it was actually poke bowls we, we got some we got poke bowls brought to the beach ate for a while uh, it just it wasn't clicking. It wasn't going that well. We were struggling for things to talk to, but we had like something else planned. So just the last maybe half an hour to an hour or so just felt really dragged out. If I did come up with a with an excuse, I probably could have honestly, but I just didn't. And so, anyways, you know, to be able to have that option to easily get out of it, it's important. It's an important thing to think about. So that that kind of so that that kind of um, draws into like my next topic that I want to discuss, which I think is going to be a little bit more fun to talk about, um, just because there's so much you can go with on this one, and that's um, horrible first date stories. Uh, excited for this one. <laughs> so there were there were some good ones. There were some good ones. Actually, I want to let me look through some of the ones that people put because. Those were very entertaining to me. 
there were some there was one of them that was actually pretty gross and it was I don't know why you would say this on a first date the person put he kept saying he wanted to pee on me like what <laughs> what the fuck yeah, dude like saw that one that's like I feel like that shouldn't have to be said of like you don't do that like things not to say like don't, don't be so aggressive <laughs> first of all don't just don't even say that on the get-go and second of all if you're gonna if you have that intention like there's no need to be so like aggressive about it like right at the beginning because that's just that's just like damn like they're not even here for me <laughs> no they're not there was another one actually that was pretty similar to that i think yeah there's there's a guy who just kept asking like if uh he could come over for a few minutes like over and over like, what the hell that. like come yeah. on people it's uh like it's just it's just so creepy but at the same time it's like now now it's become your prerogative not to have a good time in the day just have sex like it really is yeah it takes away from like just the just having a relationship part like if you just want a casual sex you should have just gone on tinder and made it clear that that's what you want yeah like, exactly that's what it's for basically there are outlets for that. Like, you didn't... No, it's just bad. Just just creepy. Yeah, that's... I don't... Like, if, if I made the actual effort to ask you out or something like that, don't, don't, don't do that. Like, that's... It's sleazy. It's sleazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think one of my favorite ones was um, someone put, um, not enough experience, catch me in a few years. I thought that was pretty good. I was like, well... <laughs> My take on that is, if you even have, if you haven't had dating experience, good for you. You don't have any bad dating stories, or maybe that's not good for you because even horrible date, like first date stories, they're still good stories. Like, come on, those are definitely good ones. You got to tell your friends or just random people that you know you have to pass up. they're they're just funny too, and they they help build you as well. Like, if if you want to get better at something, including like being able to go on first dates, like you gotta practice at it. You gotta do it several times. Yeah. It's gonna happen like that, you know, just because you feel like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go have a great first date today. That's just not the first date today. It's just not how it works. Like, you gotta work on it a little bit. You gotta have some type of experience. So, do you have a bad first date story? Oh, do do I do I? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually really similar to um one of the ones on here and I'm trying to I'm trying to find it just so I can see like what he said verbatim or she said I forget what she was okay here we go uh dude invited another girl to come mid-date I didn't do that okay I read I read this one but it was um the girl I was with just had one friend the entire time and so we went out it was it was another lunch date right mm-hmm. and so I can understand you know you don't know me we haven't really we, we met online so you don't know who I am. You don't trust me yet. That's fine. I understand that. But then, like, you show up with just a whole extra person. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> a whole extra, extra person. Like, just like, well, now, now my job has just become twice as difficult. <laughs> like, now do I pay for all of your food, too? Like, that. now it's like, oh, it, it was just a mess. But, like, the time that I did talk to just her went pretty well but we we were like driving around we drove around a couple places we went to the beach and then we went to like like a pond after that 
but the entire time we were in the car, I was sitting in the back seat. I got pushed to the back, and so her and her best friend sat in the front. And so I became the third wheel in my own baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's it not ideal. But <laughs> the, food, the food was good. The time that I did get to talk to her, it wasn't bad. Like, it, it was pretty good. We, we clicked all right. It's just like, wow. It's like, I feel bad for now. Your friend is like a third wheel. And then I was also the third wheel. It's like, it's just not good. And on top of that, uh, I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. She ended up showing up a full half an hour late, texting me the whole time, like told me she would be a bit late. And so I'm like, oh, she's probably gonna be like 10, 15 minutes. She's probably like, you know, fixing like her clothes or putting on some makeup or something. If she's gonna be a little late, I don't have a problem with that. Didn't tell me she was gonna be half an hour late. She shows up a half an hour late and then is wearing like this old ratty t-shirt that was like too big for her. What the heck? And I was like, wow, you really just don't care. Like it wasn't good. And she was funny, but she clearly didn't care. And so there, there was that that was on my mind for most of it, too. Yeah, so third, third wheel of my own day. Food was nice. That's all I got to say from it. Well, let me ask you, did you end up paying for it? or? No, I didn't, actually. Um, I just paid for my meal. We ended up splitting it. So we, all three of us paid for our own stuff. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, if you ended up paying for all of it, then that really would have sucked. Yeah, no, that, that would have been a lot worse, but no, I, I didn't. I was... All right, so I have a, I don't have, I have a horrible, well, it's not really a horrible first aid story, but I've got, you know, got a first aid story. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a classic one. What uh, didn't involve an extra person necessarily, but so I was supposed to go on a date with this guy and supposed to go like around noon. And so... I get to the place, you know, I get there a little early because I, I didn't want to be late. I, I'm not the type of person who likes to be late. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, I'm on my way. And then I get there like 10 minutes or whatever early. And and then I didn't see on my phone that he had texted me. He's like, hey, so I'm going to be late. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he sends me he sends me his location of where he is. And he is literally... I kid you not, he's literally an hour away from where I was. <laughs> oh, boy. And he's like, yeah, so I have I have an explanation. You're going to find it super funny, I promise. But I'm just going to be really late. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? Uh, thank goodness for this guy. I was on, I was on, uh, I think, a holiday break. So I had I really had nothing better to do. Why I stayed, I don't know. I was, like, thinking in the back of my head, is like, well, I'll, I'll wait. Stupid idea. I literally texted my mom, and I'm like, so, Mom, this person I'm supposed to be going out with, they're an hour late. She's like, she's like, don't even wait for them. Just leave. And I'm like, nah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, so stupid. Anyways, he finally shows up, and he explained the reason why he was late was because he was in LA at somebody's, he decided to go to a party the night before and he got totally trashed and ended up passing out in the person's apartment. And that's why he woke up and then realized he was late. Cause he literally woke up like what, 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes before uh, he was supposed to be there. Right. And I was like, this is, and he's like, isn't that funny? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not laughing. I'm literally looking at him, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not laughing. This is so stupid. 
the funny so that wasn't the only thing that happened so the funny thing is the place that we went to was actually my favorite noodle place and my favorite noodle place also happens to be a spot that my entire family frequents a lot so as we're like 20 minutes like into the date i see someone i recognize walk through the door and it's my uncle (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hilarious it's my uncle, and I, and so the guy, he isn't facing the door, he's facing me, and then I'm I'm the one facing directly the door. I literally look up, and I just, like, stop talking, and he looks at me, he's like, what? He's like, do you know someone? And he looks behind him, and then my uncle sees me, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, do you know that guy? And I'm like, yeah, that's my uncle. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is so embarrassing. That was like this is in high school too, so I was like, oh my god, I knew I knew I would remember this story like forever just because of the whole circumstances behind it. But um, I don't, I wouldn't call it a horrible day. It's definitely one of my better first date stories. Um, I didn't end up paying for the meal, so I got like a free meal out of it, and it was my favorite noodle place, so I wasn't complaining, you know. Yeah. But your story reminded me of that, so oh, it's so funny, classic. No, that's that's so that's so bad. So you ended up waiting there for like over an hour just to be oh, yeah. uncle. <laughs> and, and, and in retrospect, we would never do it again. If someone's gonna make you wait more than fifteen minutes, leave. Just leave. Because yeah. clearly they didn't plan ahead of time to like even or even care enough to plan ahead of time to be there. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it, it was the same deal for me. It was just it it was like just way too late. You know, I could have understood, like, a good 10 minutes. You know, maybe you lost track of time a bit. Maybe, like, I don't, I don't know, someone you were with, like, contacted you, you got a bit distracted. Mm-hmm. But her excuse was she had to watch her sister last minute, which, you know, is, is a pretty legit excuse. But, like, let me know. You know, let me know you're going to be that late. Yeah. And also let me know that you're going to bring a friend. Like, that's that's an important one. Because <laughs> that would have... That was a little embarrassing. Like, I'm sorry. If you're showing up with somebody... I'm walking out. Like, yeah. it's like, why don't you just take that person on a date since you guys already showed up together? You know. Well, that that was def that was definitely like my worst date. Like, didn't talk to her again after that. I was like, you don't have any respect for me. This is this just wasn't enjoyable. So, there was another person who put for like their horrible first date stories was like I guess the first date, the person told them that they loved them. I don't. I don't know the story behind this. I have absolutely yeah. zero context, but that's the, yeah, no, that's, that's powerful for first date. I mean, I I wish I would have like been able to see to see like how he said it too, because you know some sometimes you can let that out like with some friends as like a joke. It's like oh I love you, you know, like it doesn't really mean anything. But I've I have a feeling that that's not what this person means. I yeah. That it was it was very genuine. And it's like that's that's just a lot, like right away. Like you don't know who this is yet, at all. Barely know. You cannot just be saying, "Oh, I love you" on a freaking first date. No, you don't. You love an idea of them. You have no clue who they actually are. I feel like, especially in our in like just like our generation or generations closer to like our age, people definitely say like "I love you" like so quickly, just like in general in dating you know yeah and so like stuff like that is it's it seems like it slips more 
often now than it did before because you know obviously before people were just like everyone has always been you know young and naive and oh my god I'm in love with this person right I mean I've been there you know back back (laughs) in school definitely I've been there not first date but you know definitely too soon I didn't actually love this person like almost been my last of my life with this person I'll never forget her she's incredible it's like, I can't wait to grow old with her. It's like, no. It's like, you're just young. Stop. It's like, I know that now, but, yeah. Different times. I think timing is definitely a big one. Like, if yeah. you're going to say I love you to someone, okay, on a first date, that's, whoa, okay. Um, even within a few dating, even maybe even a few months within dating, hmm. I don't know about that. Iffy. It's iffy. I mean, the sooner, the more it comes off as, like, obsessive and almost creepy. No, I don't, don't want to say creepy, but, like, that might be too much. But definitely obsessive. Like, definitely just appreciate an idea of them. And you're, you love the idea of them. You know, you don't know them well enough at that point to, to mm-hmm. really them, you know. So I like that word obsessive you used. Okay, so... This is this is a good one for like I think especially for college students like the idea of what it means to be dating especially in college like in high school everyone knows what high school dating is like you know it's like it's basically a fling like yeah. it's always just like infatuation like oh my god like we're gonna be like, perfect together and we're gonna go to prom and all this like bullshit honestly I'm sorry I, <laughs> I, I if you if you last past high school like good for you but I think a lot of people can understand where I'm coming from when it comes to, like, high school relationships. Like, come on. Like, yeah. There's a few exceptions that actually do make it, but everyone knows that a high school relationship... It's usually not getting anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but anyways, my... I guess my thought on dating, especially in college, is I feel like, like, freshman year, we saw, you know, obviously saw so many people go in and out of relationships... Mm-hmm. And they're definitely still kind of in, like, that honeymoon type of high school relationship thinking. Yeah. I, I've i seen very few actually consider relationships as, like, relationships for the long term. You know, everyone just kind of did it to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and another part was people who were just constantly, like, obsessed with each other. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? They're constantly with each other. They're constantly on each other. Like, it is so obvious to the entire world. You could see from 500 miles away they're dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, you, you walk down the street and you see, like, it's like, oh, they're, like, holding hands. Like, their arms are wrapped around each other and everything. Because I've seen both. I've seen, like, as simple as just, you know, they're holding hands, which can kind of be cute sometimes. And then I've seen, like, they're literally walking in, like, full bear hug just down the street. It's like, what, what's that? It's like, you don't know. That's not I mean, that. I can see, I can see both sides, but I feel like when you try and make it like so much so quickly, like there is no, like how long, like you said, how long is that going to last? It just seems like you're trying to make it so intense so quickly that it's just going to like die at some point, just because you're both going to be tired of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, eventually you're just going to start pushing the other person away. Like if if you're if you're coming over the top, you know, as soon as you, you're like, all right, I'm over it. You know, they're they're kind of they're on me all the time. I don't get a break from them. You know, it's like they're just gonna start pushing away. And I know it because like I've done it. I have. 
you know, I've had like the uh, the honeymoon stage, as we'll call it, from from high school. That mentality pass on a little bit, and I've I've gotten over that. I'm continuing to get over that, but you know, you the the more that you push, like the more that you're gonna constantly be talking to them. Eventually, you're just gonna push them away. Mm-hmm. You continue to push and push. You're just you know they'll be attached a bit, and then you're just gonna push them away. Well, here's a, another thing: is I feel like people. I've talked with people about this. They're like, oh, I, I, I would never do that. Or, oh, yeah, I don't do that. But, like, you see all over Instagram, all over Instagram, this whole, like, expectation and idea of a perfect relationship where, you know, the couples are always, like, always together. And it's, like, they always do all this cutesy stuff all the time. I feel like that's, it's totally expected for it to be like that, you know? And then people get super disappointed when the relationship doesn't look like that because they're like, oh, it, why isn't it like this versus just like the person's just sitting there not doing anything with me, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, you're going you're gonna to have some like cute stuff with, with, uh, with the person you're in a relationship with. That's just how it is. But like you, if, if it's going to work, you know, and, and like you want it to work for a long time, you have to be able to just be around each other comfortably through like a lot of bad things because you know life's gonna throw you curveballs and if you can work through them together then you're gonna be a lot happier in the end so you know that you're gonna be able to push each other to get over mm-hmm. the obstacles it's not gonna be cutesy all the time and that goes back to like even the, the the high school honeymoon phase phase as well as like you know if you just expect it to be like oh we're just gonna we're just gonna cuddle and go on cute dates and that's all it is too it's that's that's just not how it works. Um, you have to get through some tougher stuff, and then you have to get through your own personal stuff. You can't just be all about them all the time, too. No, that's a that's definitely a good point. It's I think being in a relationship doesn't necessarily, or just like dating in general, it doesn't mean that you have to stop focusing on yourself. Um, everyone is so like, oh, it's about us now. It's like we, the team. It doesn't. It's not like it changed who you were from before like you're still you you know you don't have to stop being who you are simply because now you're an us or a we and I feel like a lot of people kind of lose their sense of identity once they start going into a relationship just because they feel like they have to invest everything they've got into it which I mean for you know it's fine if you think that but I just think that is somewhat rather damaging to yourself because say it does end then what like who are you as a person if you were if that if that was you no and and also um i think this might be a good point to to uh to bring up is if you put all your time and effort into a relationship now it's like now you're going to take everything that goes onto the goes into the relationship personally too so like anything bad that happens you know with with the other person that oftentimes might not even affect you it's like okay now, now i'm gonna take that personally because it affects us you know mm-hmm. it is affecting us and if it does end you know it's like oh i put all this time and effort say say something lasted uh, like two three months just for example it's like okay well now i've just wasted two three months of my life because i wasn't focused on you know maybe maybe some school stuff or my friends the big thing a lot of people tend to to push out friends for a relationship yeah with uh you know with a girl or a dude um that that's a big issue now you got to rebuild those friendships up too 
if you didn't push him away too badly in the first place. But uh, I'd say, yeah, a lot, a lot of the times if, like, you know, you really are investing too, too much into uh, into said relationship, now the bad things that happen you just take personally and it's just going to push you further down. I think also um, another statement that I've, I've heard, and I think I saw this, I don't remember where I saw this, but someone was saying, it's a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes you may not be the one, but you're the stepping stone. I think it's like, you know, the, the way I'm seeing this statement, um, you're building a relationship with somebody and they might not be said person, but you're, you're developing relationship type qualities. You're understanding how to do better in one so you can do better with, with someone you mesh, mesh better with definitely do agree that it is hard for some people to see themselves as just a stepping stone and not like yeah because I, I think our natural tendency is always like oh what was wrong with us you know why it ended what, what what's what's my problem like you know why am I not good enough or whatever the first person you meet is likely not going to be the one but you do have to have like a couple people that um you know, you develop at least you know, decent relationships with, and hopefully they end well, and you can still have them as at least friends or like people that you can talk to down the line at some point. And I definitely think that's a common misconception. Like I know my expectations about dating, like growing up as a kid, um, before I started dating, obviously, was that you know you always you always hear people fa- saying that they the first person they met was like the one you know that you only find one person in your life yada 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 that whole like that very romantic idea and not romantic in the sense of like love romantic but like romantic in the concept world um the romantic romanticization of dating i guess you could call it is that you're looking for the one right yes. and I, so I understand some people do date just to do that but also, like you said, dating also can be a skill and it's something that you do need to work on. So meeting other people, getting those like, muscles for it, I guess you could say, it is helpful and will help prepare you when it comes to like, finding the right person. I, I definitely agree. I, I, I like that you're using the uh, analogy of a muscle. It, it kind of is that in a sense. It's, it's like um, you have to train for it, you have to get better at it. Um, if you're not putting in putting in work to get better at it then you're not going to all right so we're kind of getting towards the end here but do you have anything that you wanted to bring up only thing i'd have to say is and we kind of addressed it already is just don't don't go crazy obsessing over somebody you don't need it if if anything you're going to get a lot more out of just trying to focus on yourself and seeing a relationship uh seeing dating and like relationships as like skills things that you can work at and get better at and just in general or with a specific person too you know you have to work and you have to get better at it like like it is a muscle don't let it bother you don't let it take uh don't don't take it too personally you know life's gonna move on if you do end up breaking up or if you just have a a simple bad date it's not that big a deal thank you mike um this has been a great talk and i will see or i guess everyone will listen next week
Thank you all for listening. Once again, I'd like to thank Kitchen Media and Kat Ugarov for the music production and editing in the episode. Again, if you like the episode, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know where to find me for your comments, questions, and suggestions. On Instagram at boyster.chris. Have a great week and hear me back this weekend for another episode of Thoughts to Start.